Hello, Wingman709. I hope you're enjoying this episode of this Xbox Life 158 deployed just for you to listen to on your way home. And today's episode is called Win One for the Wingman. And uh, I am your host, Brun BJSwig33, along with our two contestants, our panelists, Rob. I love my board games, Presar. Yes, I do. What's up, and, everybody? And Adam, I like every sports team that Brun doesn't. <laughs> well, especially the Rams and the Cardinals. Yes, Rams, Cardinals. And don't you like the uh, St. Louis? Uh, the Blues? The Blues? No, I don't really follow hockey. Oh. I'd root for them, though, just to make you mad. Oh, thank you very much. Um, and that is Gabbers, everybody. Or would you like to give out your full... Uh, it's a big gabbers nowadays, but you know, who knows how long that'll last. Yep. But, uh, so like I said, no wingman this week, he is off doing other things, but he was like, it'd be really, really nice if you would post the show. So I had something to listen to. So I'm going to do that. I'll be up until one or 2 AM. What but, a guy. You know, it's, he it... knows cause I don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Making it sound like I'm I'm doing something I wasn't gonna stay up for anyways and you know do that but I will do so wingman asked for I will I will do so but uh, but Adam how's it going you haven't been on in a while you've been post uh, posting on the show or on the site and everything for us so what you been up mm, to uh, not too much just been uh, you know posting on the site um you know. <laughs> Plugging Got the in. Mass Effect and the Halo weekly update going on now. Nice. So, have you been playing any games? Oh, I, have I? Um, let's see. I played Deus Ex. Uh, I've gotten fairly far in that. I think. I don't know. Every time I think I'm almost done, I'm not. So, <laughs> how how are you liking that? Uh, it's pretty fun. Um, I've been going mostly stealth, but uh, just as a friendly tip. Even to people going stealth, I would put some points in the, uh, what is it, the armor or whatever, up to where you can resist shock, because that becomes, like, really useful at some points, so. I've heard the same thing. Um, and I've also been playing Fruit Ninja for the Windows 7 phone. Just do that to kill time, basically. Uh, and then playing some Halo. Just played that, and uh, Captain Hook just helped me get to the weekly challenge, so. Thanks to him. And uh, also, I've been playing Madden 12 because it just came out this week. So, how's that game? Uh, it's good. You know, the Rams are pretty stellar. The Bengals and the Browns also suck. So, you know, yeah. it's all it's all good. Please tell me something I don't know. <laughs> college. Okay, so college football started this weekend, which that's what I'm excited for. Um, although with the off season of the Buckeyes, who knows how the year is going to end up. But, uh, you know, they still posted a 42 nothing against the stellar Akron Zips. <laughs> oh, you know, they got to be good. Yes. Uh, yeah, they went one and 11 last year, so it was pretty given. But it, they did show signs of some you know, signs of promise. And you never know what's going to happen when we get our starters back. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the other good thing is, is I can, you know, kind of I can feel good rooting for Oregon. Now that they lost uh, yesterday, because 
I just had a hard time rooting. Uh, I've always kind of liked Oregon because I really like their offense and stuff like that. They run a spread and they run real fast. And, and you know, I just enjoy mm-hmm. watching them. But I can never root for them just because they're just very overrated, in my you know opinion. Um, it seems like anytime they play anybody good, like Ohio State or Auburn or LSU, they always seem to lose. But when they are in that stellar Pac-12 conference, which is is even worse than the big 10, you know, cause everybody likes the sec. And then it seems to be like the big 12, big 10. Well, who knows about the big 12 now, oh, yeah. but the big 10 now, and then it's kind of like, you know, the ACC pack 12, so on and so forth. It just seems, you know, when they have a, a schedule where they only have like two ranked opponents and, but yet they're ranked like number one or number two in the country. I just have a hard time, you know, following that when Ohio state, has a harder schedule and they can never seem to get like past number four. Cause they just never get voted for, but you know, I don't have to worry about that this year. Um, so, but yeah, college football starts as far as pro football. I am a Bengals fan and yeah, the Bengals will probably win one game, which will be versus the Browns and the Browns will probably win one game, which will be <laughs> against the Bengals. And that's probably how it'll go. <laughs> yeah. uh, for the record, the Bengals are the worst team in Madden. At least ratings wise. Oh yeah. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. yeah. And again, the the Rams probably ain't gonna do too hot this year. We have like the most impossible schedule. We play the Packers, the Steelers, and like all the other good teams you can think of. Well, the Bengals have an owner who always, you know, the Bengals is like a training ground. So they'll get some guys, and then the owner will just trade them all off and just bring in like more, you know, crappy guys. And if he would just keep his hands out of it, maybe we'd have a good football team, but it won't happen until unfortunately he's no longer around the organization. So we'll see how that goes, but, uh, hockey's coming soon. Anybody wants to get in a hockey, uh, the hockey, um, fantasy hockey, let me know. So send me a message or an email or something. I have, eight spots left open right now. I need to open it to the public here soon. So I'll have to message all the people out there who want to get in. But Rob. Yes, sir. What have you played? I played some Deus Ex this afternoon. And I know we talked about this last week, Brian. And uh, you mentioned that you thought that I would like it. And you were spot on. I mean, it's probably one of the better first-person games that I've played since uh, Borderlands. Are you you playing stealth or are you playing... Stealth. Okay, okay. So, um, at first, I was kind of like looking at it. I'm like, well, this thing seems to have a lot of stuff on rails. You know what I'm saying? Where your character is just, you know, going down the hallway and and all that. And I I know I, I was really expecting to be able to move. Because in a lot of games, you know, you just follow along. And this one, it it really just, you know, had a lot of rail stuff. And I was really kind of concerned about that initially. But, you know, that kind of went away after the story began. And uh, so far, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. The, yeah, that, that, that first part is very scripted. But after that, right, it's yeah. like, it's like, after that, it's, hey, just uh, get through this room. And like, okay, how am I going to get through this room? <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I remember there's one spot where, you know, I'm supposed to be, you know, <laughs> we, you know, we talked about thief 
briefly. And I'm, I'm like looking at this game from like a thief perspective. I'm like, okay, do I want to be in shadows? I mean, yeah. you know, where, at what point are they going to see me? At what point, like for me, like leaning away from the wall, are they going to see me? And it's, I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm definitely looking forward to playing it, which is um, something that I've been missing for a while. Because, I mean, with all the games that have been coming out lately, I just have had no desire to play them. But so far, so good on this one. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm anxious to get some more playing time in on it, which hopefully will be tomorrow good. on Labor Day. Yep. For, for everybody out there, I, th- I think I've said this before, if you want to play a good series of a, like a stealth game, go get Thief, Thief Two and Thief yeah, Three, awesome, and play those. They're they are some of my favorite games, and you know the the trusty old blackjack. Let me tell you, <laughs> but yeah. it's a game like if you would happen to kill a guy quietly, you know, by maybe shooting him in the throat, and nobody would hear you. You could drag, you pick them up and drag them off into a dark room, but you can't just put them in a room. You got to put them in the shadows of a room, and then you got to run outside and you got to shoot the ground with a water arrow so you can clean up the blood. Because oh, if yeah. a guy walks, if a guy walks through and there's blood on the ground, they're like, "Oh, what's this?" There's and then blood on the ground. Yeah, then you're in trouble. And at the very first part of Thief One, there's these two guards talking at a staircase. You can sit there and listen to them forever, and they just keep going and going and going. It is so funny. Yeah. So. And I think there good. was there was a light meter too, wasn't there? Like. Yeah, there's a gym. There's like a light gym in the bottom. Yeah. Center and base. If it's like completely dark, it means you're in the shadows. But if it's lit up, then you know they can see you. So. And along the same lines. Uh, for the PC, like years ago, they had a game called Commandos. I don't even know if it would run on current systems, but that thing was kind of neat. It was a top-down World War II type of thing where, you know, you're a allied soldier and you're trying to get into the, you know, uh, into a little Nazi camp. And that, that's pretty cool, too. It's the top-down view, a lot different than than Thief, but if you like that kind of thing, it's, it's, it's like the original. It's like the original uh, Metal Gear Kind of, yeah. Like the top-down type thing? Yeah. Cool. Except the graphics weren't as good. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so you're liking it, huh? Oh, yeah. That's good. And uh, uh, one other thing is uh, I was hoping to have it by this weekend, but I didn't. But uh, I ordered the Gears of War 3 or the Gears of War board game. And oh. I've heard some pretty good things about that. So hopefully uh, I'll have a review for that uh, for next the next show. That's pretty cool. I did watch the video. Was it Wing that put the video up? Yeah. On our site? Yeah, I did watch that. And I'm like, oh, man, this thing's got, you know, there's a board game. And then there's like a board game like this here is just there's just so much stuff going on. Oh, this yeah. is this isn't like, a, hey, let's play 20 minutes, shoots and ladders. This is, no, hey, no. let's play a day or two of <laughs> Gears of War. Yeah, and I mean. You know, I've been talking about board games for a while. The the games that are coming out now, they're a lot different than what we're used to, you know, with the Monopolies and, you know, Shoots and Ladders, Candyland and all that stuff. They're a whole different league. You know what we, like I said before, it's like you, you mentioned like there's like this turn-based like web type thing where you can turn-based. Mm-hmm. You need to set up a webcam 
looking at the board so then I can play you. <laughs> and like you'll just have to do my moves, but I can play you. <laughs> I can I'll take a snapshot. Yeah. Or so, yeah, live webcam. Yeah, there you go. So cool. Yep. How got. much was how much where did you get that game at? I forget. Who makes that one? A Fantasy Flight Games. Fantasy Flight, yeah. They make a lot of good stuff. Oh so. yeah. Absolutely. And uh yeah, online I think it was like forty three bucks. Hmm. Which is pretty darn good. And it can be played single player, which is nice. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. Um Well, thanks for joining us. No <laughs> Glad to be here. Contestant number one. <laughs> Hey, and, um, I did, and I did two weeks in a row. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Um, I since Wing was playing Age of Empires online. Rob, did you start? Did you say you were playing that last week? No. Okay. I flipped up my VM, played a little bit. Um, I like it. It's pretty fun. Um, I didn't get too much time with it because, unfortunately, my computer is three years old and running the VM and stuff. It's still, you know, I can't dedicate four you know four gigs of ram to my vm so uh it just runs kind of on the slow side so it gets a little annoying but it is fun and i will probably be playing day sex tomorrow or maybe even tonight depending on you know when i get to show up for wing so thanks wing eating into my game time i tell you that's how he rolls <laughs> um or flies uh, no special announcements this week. Uh, no FNL, but I guess be prepared. Uh, Gears is coming very soon. Um, for the topics this week, so the reason why I call them contestant number one or two or panelist is I have a list of topics here, and it's just going to be like we're going to throw them out there and we're going to talk about them. So, um, and then we'll move to our one. One's one friend list to mention, and that's about it. So, for our panel today, I'm not going to start with the Call of Duty stuff yet, which is a majority of our panel, and the reason why is because the XP event was over the week. I know PAX was over the weekend as well. Um, I just don't really know much to talk about in PAX. It seems to be a lot of I don't I don't know much of like the indie game scene or anything like that, but Nothing out of the ordinary. Um, they did have the Halo event stuff, so maybe Gabbers can talk about that here in a little bit. But the first thing well, was given to us by Mr. Wingman709, and it's kind of like Valve and uh, Valve's Gabe, I want to say, Newell, N E W E L L. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, at first, he was pretty much like, I'm not going to program for the PS3, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, you know, we have Steam for, you know, the PS3. And, and he's kind of he's kind of changing his tune. And, and the way the way Wing likes to put it is suddenly drinking the Sony PS3 Kool-Aid. Um, and a quick, quick note from Wing here was, you know, before Portal 2, Gabe was very anti-PS3, stating he would not program for it you know so on and so forth now all of a sudden he's attacking microsoft and is all in all in bed is in bed with sony basically um he was wondering how much money 
Sony has paid for his soul. I wonder if he can. Uh, I wonder how he could completely change his mind like that. So, what is your guys' thoughts on this sudden, you know, change? It, just to start off, I. To me, I never knew that he was. I, I do recall at one point, and this was, I think, the first portal. Or it was way back when, like, the Orange Box or something like that. I don't remember if the Orange Box came out on PS3. But it was kind of like, you know, no, we're not going to develop for your system. No, blah, blah, blah. So on and so You know, pretty much what Wing was saying here. And, you know, as of late, everything that we are getting on the PS or on the 360, they're getting on the PS3. Plus, they got the Steam, you know, Steamworks or whatever they're calling the little modification that is on the console. You know, it's over there. And I really don't think it's because Sony's paying them for that. I think it's, you know, we've discussed last week that Xbox Live is closed down. They're just not going to let anybody come in and do that. So, you know, has he changed his ways or is it just seen that way? I haven't seen any of the statements coming from him, but, um, you know, or his recent attacks besides the whole thing of, well, if they would just open it up because I know uh, source and stuff like that's coming. So what do you guys think? Well, I kind of wonder if maybe Microsoft might've done something to, to make him be that way, I guess. Cause there's a, a one-up article that I, I read uh, a while back, which was basically saying that like Microsoft in some respects is sort of, I don't know, bullying um maybe that's not a good way to put it they're forcing publishers to do things at certain schedules you know like when things can be released and when they can't be released you know if uh if there's going to be a big title they got to have it you know have it on the 360 and stuff i wonder really if something happened where microsoft maybe like poisoned him a little bit so he's like being pushed towards PlayStation? I, you know, I don't, I, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I can understand and trying to schedule thir- certain things, but you know, as far as Microsoft trying to do a schedule to try to keep, it seemed like they have stuff coming out all like a big title all the time type of scenario. Maybe that's what they're trying to do now. If you ask me, I I don't think Xbox or or Microsoft should have any say in when a company should release their game uh, because, you know, that company obviously has to make money. And if they're developing a game and it's ready in March and Microsoft's like, well, don't release it until, you know, October, no company wants to sit on a game that long, you know, and, and sit there and try to hype it up unless Microsoft's saying, hold it off and we'll pay for all of your advertising you know, maybe that's a little different, but this company, you know, these companies obviously have to make money. Um, Absolutely. Now, Portal 2 was was a big game, you know, but it's nothing to where I could see Microsoft saying, oh, no, let's try to get a special schedule for Portal 2. Because to me, Portal 2 wasn't that important of a game. Um, I wouldn't consider Portal or Portal 2 like a AAA title. Um I love the game. Don't get me wrong, but it's really, it's not a triple A title. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's, it's nothing that is a, it's not a system seller. Um, 
So doing something like that, I'm just not 100% sure. And as far as Valve, you know, everybody wants Half-Life 3 or Episode 3 or however you want to say. Um, why they're not doing it and they just keep, keep on pushing and pushing other things. Um, a lot of people are, I mean, they're actually just kind of ticking off people if you ask me, but I'm not exactly sure why he's acting the way it is. Maybe you're right. Maybe they did something to tick him off, but. And at the same time, you know, the more vocal you are about something, the more you and your products get publicity. Yeah. For all we know, it just could be some kind of publicity thing. Cause Hey, I mean, what he's been in the news two weeks in a row now. Yeah. yeah. Gabbers, any? Did you catch anything on the on the web? Um, well, I had always heard that uh, Valve was not pleased with Microsoft because they wouldn't let them do their free DLC that they do like for Left 4 Dead and that kind of stuff. But you know, I don't know if that's necessarily spawning any of this. But I remember at least back when like Left 4 Dead 2 and stuff came out. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about that. All right. Which, if a company wants to give free DLC, they should be able to give free DLC. I, I don't know why. I know Microsoft gets a percentage of it, but really, you know, what happens if nobody buys it? <laughs> it's just, you're not getting the money anyways. It's just a greedy part of it, I guess. But, That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Wing, when, when you get back, you'll have to Maybe maybe I'm missing missing the target here, but um, you know maybe it is something that Microsoft's doing. It, it, you know Microsoft seems to they obviously have priorities. Um, I, I don't know why their priority right now is to release special editions of 360s. Um, but that seems to be like their new little thing that they want to do now. It's like, hey, look at this new 360. Hey, look at this new. Th-. And, you know, it's it's kind of getting old. Um, we'll talk about one here shortly. But it's like it's like really for every big game you have to have a 364. I mean, you're talking to people who all have pretty much have 360s. Um, you know, why all of a sudden is it a big push to go buy another one, go buy another one type of scenario? Um, but they do seem to put their priorities in some weird places recently, but mainly when it comes down to them making a buck, I'm sure. Oh, I'm all for making money. I, you know, I want, I want the next 360 and, and I want the system to keep going. I'm not, you know, but you know, I don't have to be happy about everything Microsoft does. Yeah. Um, just like how I'm an EA fan, but I don't have to be happy. Everything EA does. Uh, it's just. You know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting also, I'm curious on how they pick and choose the games they want to push. Um, you know, why did they pick Modern Warfare this year? To I wonder if, obviously, Microsoft's probably being paid, you know, to, to do this type of marketing and, and whatnot. So, obviously, if that's the case, then, hey, some company's going to give you a bunch of money to make a custom xbox for them then i guess you take the money you make the custom xbox somebody's going to buy it and like i said we'll talk about the other one how you feel about the new one coming out but before we do that what do you guys think about the whole battlefield 3 modern warfare 3 trash talking 
You don't have to give any specifics. I mean, just overall, like right now, how do you feel about it? Are you are you enjoying it? You tired of it? Who do you think's winning? I mean, throw throw some stuff out. Oh. Um, go ahead. No, sorry. Good. Um, personally, I don't think any of it's really necessary. I mean, most people are either decided what they're going to get, they're going to get both or whatever. I don't really think you know. Bobby Kotick saying, oh, Battlefield 3 sucks is really going to dissuade anyone from buying or, you know, anyone at EA doing the same thing. So, all right. Rob, what do you what do you think? Two words. Childish publicity. Yeah, that's exactly it's just it's just old. It's getting old, but it's it's like the old wrestling talk. I mean, get those two guys in a ring and have them like shout at each other. Like, but the, the the reason why I bring this up is Battlefield 3 versus Modern Warfare 3 trash talking hits new low. Uh, EA suits can't stop abusing Activision is the little tag on it. But let me read this to you and let me tell me what you think about this one. Uh, EA has been hurling insults at Activision for months and it seeks to sell copies of forthcoming shooter uh, Battlefield 3 and take some share of COD Modern Warfare 3. The war of words hasn't all been uh, hasn't all been one-sided. Around E3 time, Activision's Bobby Kotick cast negative comments at Battlefield 3's console version. More recently, Bobby's second in command, Eric was it Hirschberg? Hirschberg? Uh, sorry for butchering your name, sir. Uh, said EA's verbal assault. It's Bad for our industry, specifically slamming EA's management for stating that Call of Duty should rot from the core, which I do happen to agree on that one, saying that is kind of bad for the industry. Um, Now EA has ramped up the pressure. The company's chief spokesman, Jeff Brown, used trade site industry gamers to toss some abuse toward um, Eric. Uh, He said, welcome to the big leagues, Eric. I know you're new in the job, but someone should sh- uh, should have told you this is a competitive industry, hmm. which is weird because I also agree with what he said there. <laughs> I agree what he says there. Um, so, you know, right now I'm sitting on the fence. Um, it says, you've got every reason to be nervous. Last year's Activision had a 90% share in the shooter category this year battlefield 3 is going to take you down to 60 or 70 at that rate you'll be out of the category in two to three years if you don't believe me go to the store and try buying a copy of guitar hero or tony hawk which when i read that i kind of laughed because it's kind of true um now i don't think the reason why it's hard to buy one of those games is because of competition i think their reason they're having trouble or, you know, to go and find one of those games is because they literally the, the company themselves took their own shares by putting a billion of them out. Um, I sent this to Mark to see what he thought about it, to see, you know, what he said. And, and, you know, his first response was, do you really think they'll take that much market share? Do you think Battlefield 3 will really, you know, duck into knocking them down 20 to 30 percent? Um so I mean, uh, Rob, what do, what do you think about that? Do you think do you think Battlefield Three is going to 
jump in and take 30 or 20, 30% of the shooter category f- from Activision this coming year? I don't know. I mean, I'd say probably things are going to stay pretty close to being the same. Right. I really don't see it changing a whole lot. I mean, they are what they are. People like one over the other. People like them both. People hate them both. I mean, it, it I don't know. Yeah. Gabbers, what do you think? Uh, I would doubt that uh, they're going to have that much of an impact on it. I mean, Call of Duty sells the most every year, so yeah. I, I highly doubt that's going to change now. Uh, and and I agree with both of you guys. I they I, I do believe they're going to probably jump in to a, to a share you know into part of it. Now jumping them down that you know, knocking them down that much, I really don't I don't think it's going to happen. Um, a lot of people are going to go out and and personally like me, I'm going to go and buy Battle or Call of Duty three because you know I have one and two. Said this before, I really want to play the game. Um, some of the stuff does look interesting to me, um, but I'm also going to buy Battlefield. Now, when it comes down to it, are they say they're saying market share based probably on sales? Now, what about if I would say six months from now? You know, say, say who's going to have the lasting multiplayer? Who's going to be out there the most? Who's going to be playing the this? Who's going to? How many more people are going to be playing Battlefield Three versus Modern Warfare Three? Let's say November next year. Is there going to be more people playing Battlefield Three, or is there going to be more people playing Modern Warfare Three next year? It's kind of a trick question, but what do you guys think? Um, well, I would guess there'd probably still be more people playing uh, Modern Warfare, because I'm pretty sure there's probably still more people playing World at War than are playing Bad Company 2 and Halo combined at this point. All right. So they don't seem to ever die. Well, I mean, to me, I think more people are going to be playing Battlefield 3 because Battlefield 3 will still be the current version of the game where there will be a new Modern Warfare. So, you know... They're getting their money and running. I, I think I think where Battlefield Three is going to win in in any in any category against Call of Duty is going to be where it's going to ha- it's going to be longer lasting. More people are going to still be playing Battlefield Three in the future than what they will be Modern Warfare Three. Now, if you want to say, well, yeah, because there's a new game out, you, you're more than welcome to say that. But I do, or, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, if they don't release a Modern Warfare four or whatever the next one's going to be then true i mean people are obviously going to stick around for modern warfare 3 a little bit but you know this comment that was made by jeff brown i I think it was kind of ignorant a little bit ignorant (laughs) um it is true that hey you know welcome to the this is a competitive industry you've been on top you know obviously people are going to have the bullseye on you Um, they're going to come after you but Saying something like that's really silly because I really do believe here in five months from now, a little a little graphics going to come out and say, you know, Modern Warfare 3, you know, 85 percent of the market. Hmm, where's your 60 or 70 now? You know, it's going to come back and bite them in some way. So the trash talking is going to continue even after the game is out. But, you know, I was curious on what you guys what you guys thought and 
Is it just getting old already and the game's not even out? I mean, yes, I have BO3 pre-ordered. But after this week and after some of the discussions we have here in a little bit, I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting an itch for, for some Call of Duty. I, I don't want to, you know, go back on anything I was saying. Um, but I don't I don't think I've said I was never going to play it or anything like that. But, you know, let's now, see. Between the two games, I mean, this is coming from somebody that hasn't played them multiplayer, just single. I mean, is... Is there any benefit over one or the other in terms of multiplayer play? Oh, they're entirely two different games. If you want, okay, if you're the type of person who, you know, obviously is first-person shooter, who likes close quarters, fast-paced, um, you know, fast-paced war-type games, um, then you're going to want to play Call of Duty. Um, if you want sci-fi, you're going to play Halo. <laughs> right. um, Halo is a faster-paced game than what Call of Duty is, by far. And and that's my opinion. I don't know, Gabbers, do you agree with that? I'm, you're, you're a Halo uh, guy. Uh, I don't know about that, because, you know, Call of Duty, you can take people on, like, one shot. Halo takes quite a few, usually. Unless okay. you're like me and really good. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm just I mean, thinking, not between thinking, Halo. I, I was, I meant I know, yeah, Battlefield yeah. and yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting okay. that one. <laughs> um, but I'm just thinking of as far as like the fast pace. Like, if you want something that's Halo-like, you're going to lean more toward a, a Call of Duty. Is faster paced. Now, if okay. you want something where it's you know you're not a lone wolf, you like to be on a team. You like strategy of some sort. Um, a little slower paced, larger maps, things like that, then you're going to play a Battlefield. Um, I think that's why I enjoy Battlefield um, more than I do Call of Duty. I do like fast-paced games. I you know, I used to never play Halo. I play it now. I really enjoy it. Even though I got my butt kicked, all, I get my butt kicked all the time. Um, it's not the losing part that gets me. It's just there's at some point in time I need to let my brain rest um, to get away from the fast pace, to be able to sit back a little bit, and that's when I jump over to to call or to Battlefield because I can sit down and just you know either snipe or ride in a vehicle. Um, it's it's there are close quarters matches, but it's still to the point where it's not as fast. It is definitely it does take a step back. So I don't know what type you know. You're saying you enjoy. Um, you're enjoying Deus Ex. Right. You're doing the stealth missions. Yep. I do believe you would enjoy Deus Ex more as the stealth mission than what you would the shooter missions. Right. Um, so for me, if I would tell you like what multiplayer you should go play first, I think you should go play Battlefield. Um, it does have frustrations just like any other game. Um, you know, the spawn camping and, and things like that. But you know, you get on a good team. Like, I love playing with Gabbers and Soul and myself. And, and, I mean, you can get anybody else you want to. You know, a lot of our community play Battlefield. I think sometimes when we get on a team, it's, we there's other teams that we obviously beat us. And you can, Gabbers, you can correct me if I'm wrong. There are some other teams out there that are really good. But I think we work really well. And when we usually jump into a, a, a team and we're all on a, you know, a game, we're all on a team, we're usually winning. Um you know, you'll you'll see Gabbers and you'll see Soul Assassin like on the top, 
and then shortly below, maybe in the middle of the pack, you'll find me. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's constantly top squad and, and stuff like that because we work well together and we talk and we just know how each other play. Um, in Call of Duty, you can't really do that because you just, if you're staying still in Call of Duty, you're dead. That's just fact. Um, so that would be like the difference in, in my book. But they're, they are two, two entirely different games. So. Okay. Gabbard, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. But I mean, some people can stand still in Call of Duty. They're usually camping somewhere and sniping me where I've never seen them before. So yeah. Usually out of the map or cheating somehow too. Yeah, well, oh well, okay, yeah. So and, and some of the, some of the big downfall. Okay, for some reason I can't snipe worth a darn in Call of Duty, and I've seen videos where guys are sniping and their crosshairs are not even on a guy and they're killing them. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it happens. Um, the other thing is too is there is a lot of cheating in Call of Duty, and I just hope that they have that all situated and fixed this year. Um, the cheating in that game is just, it's horrible. It, it, it's no, it's not fun. And that, and that's why I left Modern Warfare 2. They had the javelin glitch and, and something else is going, something else is glitching about the same time they were doing that. And I was just like, yeah, this is no, this is no fun. Why do I want to play this when, you know, that's all that happens. So, but Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, Call of Duty XP was this weekend. Um, the event that uh, Activision was holding to obviously show off the game and to, uh, held for its fans and was ra- raising money for charity, as we found out last week. A um, couple things that happened is the new console. So let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, did you guys see the new console? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Okay, what'd you guys think? I like it. I mean, it. I, I like the look, like the the weathered, abused look of it, more so right. than just the standard black. I mean, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Well, well Gabbers, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, I like the look of it. Looks pretty yeah. good. I I don't know what it is with with like the gray xboxes uh like halo reach the halo reach console i really do i really like that um i did i really liked this uh this console i think it was sharp so but and, yeah and, and, and it probably and, doesn't show fingerprints oh well yeah no no <laughs> like the, the new slip. ones are yeah no the new ones are going to um even the 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 startup sounds are pretty cool, and, and I know I said earlier about you know Microsoft. I, I believe Activision probably has to pay Microsoft for them to do something like this. I hope it's not the other way around, um, because really it's like you know well, I don't know they're picking a popular game. Why why wouldn't they do it? I guess. Um, but the controllers are the newer controllers. You get two controllers. You get the 360. Um, what else came with it? can't exactly remember uh, they also talked about the new modern warfare 3 wireless or bluetooth headset which is separate and 70 dollars <laughs> um but still go go out to our site I, I put the video that was out on ign on there it is it is a really good looking console i really do like it um the any bad thing about the uh, video is it's put on by major nelson who 
needs to button his shirt another button. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for anybody who's reading the story, they they obviously got my my little poke was, hey, enjoy my blog at thisxboxlife.com. Um, so, but yeah, that was the worst thing about the video was he was in it. Um, Actually, one thing real quick. I, I just thought of this where, remember the face plates that came out for the 360? Where you just <laughs> replaced the face plate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and those things just bombed. They tanked. I, th- I think they totally got rid of them, didn't they? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, you can't use them on the new, the new 360s. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, but you know, so there they had a product that pretty much went nowhere, and now they're taking it a step further, and they're you know they're like instead of just putting the front part on, it's like the whole box is different. I I just think it's interesting how you know one didn't go anywhere, and then the other system is making some headway. I guess. So, yeah, pretty cool. Um, uh, Modern Warfare Three Hardened Edition. I don't. I think this was actually announced maybe a little before um, the XP event, but it's also been announced. It has uh, what does it have on in it um, besides the game? I think it has. You guys might have to help me on this if you recall off the top of your head. I'm trying to remember, or maybe it's the Prestige Edition. Hardened edition. Uh, I think it might be the hardened. Okay. Um, trying to find a site that has it on here real quick. I do know it came with a. It comes with a year of the. Um, what am I thinking of? The website. The. Uh, elite. Elite. Yes, it comes with a year of the elite. Um, That's like fifty bucks normally, isn't it? Yeah, that that did come out. The pricing for that did come out during the XP event. They finally kind of announced it that you know you're you're going to get like well for the subscription on it. Not only are you getting, um, not only are you getting the service for whatever the extras are you know whatever the extra part on the website is like i guess you get like a nameplate and a couple different things and a tag or whatever you're get also getting like all the dlc that is you know going to come out for the game i think there's three of them that they have announced or, or that they know of at this point in time um you're you're going to get all those free now. If you would buy each, they they mentioned on here if you would buy each one of them separately, you're going to be paying about sixty bucks. So if you're a person who's definitely going to go out and buy all of the DLC for Modern Warfare Three, you might as well pay the forty nine dollars for this year of service and and go for that and just you know have fun. Now the one part, the one thing is is how much. The any questions I had about that um so oh first okay we're good with the console um you know the hardened edition was announced it has some specials uh they i don't think they've given a price for the hardened edition um they just said that you know it has the game it's going to have a thing uh it's going to have the year subscription for elite which is 49 dollars. so i'm wondering if it's going to be like a hundred and something dollars um obviously it's coming with the game um but well, well, let's we can jump into this elite. So, like I mentioned, you know, if you'd go and buy all the DLC separate, you're 
basically saving yourself 10, you know, what, 10 bucks, 10 bucks. Um, my one question on this subscription is obviously it's $50. That that's, that's a heck of a lot of money, you know, to go toward a subscription. Let's say past the time of the DLC. So what is the renewal going to be? What are you going to get a year from now? Is is this service going to only be around for one year? Um, are they just are they going to continue to keep it for all the modern warfare's here on after, you know, here on out? Um, so if they do release a game next year, it's also going to include Elite. Um, of course, when you buy that game, are you going to get another year's subscription, or are you going to have to go out and pay fifty dollars? Um, what happens when you don't have a subscription or you don't keep it live do you lose your stuff do you keep it do you i mean there's all these questions that i have um for the service now um besides the dlc does this make it worth it does i mean is elite is elite something that you see yourself taking you know that you want do you want to do this or not um so i mean rob i I think I kind of know your answer on it. <laughs> You're um, probably correct. You know, but uh, Gabbers and, and, you know, I was trying to get so on this week's show as well, because I wanted to kind of get some outside views other than, you know, obviously the people that hear us every week. Um, but Gabbers, so you're going to have to speak. And, All right. Um, uh, I mean, the idea of the service isn't bad, you know. From what I understand, it's sort of like what Bungie.net was for Halo 3 and Reach. But um, I uh, – and I think that's even like – there's a free version of it, which is basically that. And then there's the paid, which I guess you get free DLC or whatever. Um, but, you know, I don't know when the last time I even bought any DLC for Call of Duty was, so – and I don't think I play Call of Duty enough to actually have any use for the service, so I probably would not pay for it on my own. You know, if I got the hardened edition, it came with it for free or whatever. That'd be fine. But here, I, I got the infos on it. it says um, forty nine dollars a year. The um, but what does that money go to if one can already access stats, communities, and weapons training information without spending a dime? The service's biggest selling feature is that the subscribers get all DLC for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 included in the subscription. Priced individually, the four packs of DLC, so you're looking at, what, 12 maps? Maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. 12 maps, 10 of them probably from uh, Modern Warfare 2. Um, of the DLC, if you price them individually, that's $60. But in addition to getting the DLC, premium subscribers get access to new maps and modes first on a monthly basis rather than the stored, uh, standard quarterly basis. So these four DLC packs are going to be free, and they're going to come out for the first four months of the game coming out and the subscribers will get them first. I'm guessing that's how that reads. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me, which is interesting because does that, I mean, you're paying 60 or you're paying 50 bucks for the year, but really the big, if the big thing is the DLC and it's all going to be in the first four months, 
that must mean you're going to have to pay for everything else after, or they just not going to have any more DLC. I, you know, I have a hard time believing that they're going to come out with something every month. Unless it's already been built and it's just not on the disc. Um, says, while standard elite users can join and create clans, the premium subscri- uh, subscriptions open opens up clan leveling. This feature allows clans to earn experience through battle and strengthen their standings. Clans and players can enter premium competitions for prizes ranging from iPads to Jeeps. Premium subscribers also get eight times the online storage space for video uploads than standard members, um, which I wonder what I wonder what that means. One gig to eight gig. I mean, eight times can mean <laughs> eight times can mean still something small, if you ask me. Uh, more bonuses come in the form of video extras. Premium subscriptions get access to pro tip videos and expert strategies that standard users won't. Additionally, Elite TV, a video service that delivers premium episodic content from Hollywood talent, is only available to subscribers, which is Jason Bateman and something else are kind of doing this this thing. Um, okay, so the videos and stuff I find very interesting. Um, nothing that obviously interests me. Now, whatever pro tips they can give for like i just explained a fast paced (laughs) fast paced game is you know questionable but you know to 49 for 49 dollars you know i don't i don't know obviously for the big hardcore fans hey man go buy it if you're going to buy all four dlc packs for sure i mean you're going to get those for free plus all this then you know, go out and get it. Um, if it definitely fits your, you know, fits what you're going to be playing. I mean, heck yeah. If you're going to spend a lot of time in it, go do it. Um, that just, you know, makes sense. Um, so or Gavers, does that sound a little more up your alley then? If you, if, uh, let's say you're going to commit, you know, four or five months to modern warfare three. Is that something, you jump into um yeah i mean especially for the dlcs like if i was a hardcore call of duty player i'd definitely do it because i would probably be getting those dlcs yeah you know oh, yeah so absolutely for that and then the other stuff is just kind of like the you know cool perks of having it i guess yeah 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 and i i would agree with that as well rob i mean what do you what do you think mm. no real opinion on it okay um to me, I would say it makes sense. Like I said, my my one big question is what what's the future of it? What what how long is this going to be around? You know, you know, Bungie.net's been around for since what Halo uh, two? Yeah, Halo two. You know, Halo two. So obviously they have two, three, ODST, uh, Reach. Um, I imagine I don't know what type of thing that they're going to have worked out for bungie net and and 343 i imagine i i don't know how they're going to share that or or what they're going to do with that but you know that stuff's been around for for quite some time so um but all right cool uh so let's go into some modern warfare multiplayer um 
Rob, or did you guys watch the any of the videos from the XP event? No, I haven't had a uh, chance. No, oh. I did not. Oh. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I should have gave you guys homework. Oh. Um, well, let's go and make for a nice discussion. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let, real quick, for, for a lot of people, uh, IGN has a lot of videos out there. Um, I don't know if you guys want to try to go peek at one real quick to see if you can um, watch one while while I'm kind of going through maybe the way I way I feel about it. Um, here, let me give you a, let me give you a, a site or a link here. So you finally you finally get to see some gameplay. Okay. Now, one of the things I've always kind of been worried about, and I've kind of stated was, you know, they're not showing multiplayer for a reason um i thought now they could have been just saving it for this event i understand that and and to me i'm pretty sure that's probably what they what their thoughts were um and i i want to what i'm saying here is not a bad thing and i'll explain kind of what i read in the comments on ign and the comment that i put in personally um because a lot of them picked out the same thing that I see as well, um, but I want to make it to make you understand that this is not a negative point in my mind. My one fear, like I said, was that the reason why they weren't going to show mod- or show the multiplayer is because there was no big changes in it. Um, that it was just the same old thing that everybody's been getting over and over and over. Um, that watching these videos, that seems to be the case to me. Um, obviously there's new maps. Um, they've kind of taken everything that's been in the map past call of duty games, like knives and all that stuff. Um, it is in this game here. Uh, they've changed, they've changed, they've changed a couple things, but as far as the look and the feel, it is the same familiar game um everything from the voices to the reticles to the hit markers to the points to you know anytime you kill i mean it's all all set it all looks the same all plays the same all sounds the same it's pretty much the same uh it's more of the same um but is this multiplayer something that they had to go and just completely revamp for people to love it. Uh, no, it isn't. Um, in my opinion, they did come out with a new multiplayer mode, which I will read about here in a minute, but that seems to be the big, big, massive change. Um, and it, it, it is pretty much, it looks like to be the same thing. Now, this one, one video that it's a multiplayer trailer, um, it was like a, I I almost want to think that it was I was hoping it was made using like their battle recorder like this is a game and they kind of did the recordings like you do on with Bungie, you know with Halo and stuff and you could replay them and stuff I was kind of hoping that this video that I watched the the trailer was from one of those cuz it was like oh okay you know this looks kind of neat now if it isn't then really this this trailer that they put out was four seconds of multiplayer and a 
minute or whatever, however long of crap. <laughs> oh, nice. Because um, all it was was different guys running through, and they kind of said, okay, you know, hey, this is this type of person, and then kind of goes on and does it. But it's like it's like a movie. Um, it's not CGI. It looks like it looks like gameplay, which wasn't impressive um, to me. The the trailer wasn't impressive to me at all. Um, unless it was, like I said, one of those battle recorders. Then it's like, oh, okay, that's you know, that looks pretty cool. Uh, I actually had to go down and watch a couple other videos, which was you know, just it was it was Call of Duty. I mean, all the all the graphics are pretty much the same. Um, the the guns look a little bit better and clearer, but other than that, it's 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 modern warfare. I mean. It's not that it's not that different. Um, I did make one smart comment was <laughs> was I did get to see a uh, vehicle explode. So this car was parked next to like this building and the vehicle exploded. I'm like, oh, look, they have destructible environments <laughs> and all what anything that blew up or moved was the vehicle. <laughs> Everything else around it just stayed and in, <laughs> stayed intact. So I kind of laughed about that a little bit. Um but so before I ask you guys that haven't seen any of it, so I don't know what you're going to give me. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually watching it right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, same. Okay, so what I saw and the comments that I was reading, which kind of wraps all into this Battlefield and, and Modern Warfare 3 stuff, is you have all these fanboys. You have a lot of people excited, which I think they should be. Right. And you have a lot of people saying, oh, look, it, it's completely same thing. So you're going to pay 60 bucks for the same game. Now, for one, you're not paying 60 bucks for the same game. It, there are differences. Um, some of them may be subtle differences. There is a new mode that I'm, like I said, I'm going to read here in a minute. But if you think about the game in general, it's set in such a close time frame from each other. And this can include the single player, too. You're not you're not going to go from Call of Duty or Modern Warfare to Modern Warfare 2 to Modern Warfare 3 and have the first two look very similar. And then the third one, just like, oh, look, there's flying cars. You know, it's set within like a, a couple weeks, a month. I forget what the time frame is for this story. But the, the game is supposed to look similar. It's supposed to look familiar. Now, what did they put in to to keep you excited or whatever? It does look they like they did some different perks. Um uh, I, I can't, you'd have to go into a lot more. I had to go and read into a lot more stuff to sit there and find out like what the differences are, but it, it's something that looks like it's going to be fun. After watching the videos, I kind of got the itch. I'm like, man, I think I'm going to go play some more warfare too. Um, it did get me that little excitement to, to want to go play it and a little bit of excitement for when it comes out that I want to go play it. And I'm looking forward to having some, FNLs and and all sorts of stuff playing this game because it it's going to be it's going to be fun. Back a little bit ago, I kind of asked the question: Who's going to be playing? What what game are you going to be playing more? Or, or in the future, is it going to is Battlefield Three going to last a little bit longer? Is Modern Warfare Three going to last a longer? In my opinion, I picked Battlefield, and the reason why I did pick Battlefield is because this is uh, Modern Warfare Three just does look look more of the same um but that doesn't mean i'm not going to go play it i'm going to have fun and really playing a game should be all about how much fun you have anyways um 
I just see myself saying, okay, I've played it for a while, had some FNLs, it was a good times, it was fun, I'm going to kick over to this game here and play this for a while. So, but, you know, as far as the multiplayer, if you haven't went out and watched the videos, go watch them. For you, uh, for you Modern Warfare 3 fans, you're going to get, you're probably going to get excited. It, it is, it looks like it's fun. So, um, are you guys done watching some videos? Uh, yeah, I watched the multiplayer trailer. Oh, okay. So you saw the trailer where it was kind of like running around mm-hmm. and you had a couple glimpses of multiplayer footage in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you watch like a couple of the videos below it, you actually get to see like full multiplayer, um, games. But, uh, so what'd you, what'd you guys think? Uh, it was a cool trailer. I mean, they showed off some of their new stuff. Yeah. But so, uh, I mean, yeah. it does look pretty much the same, yeah. Yeah. But no, no, no. In your opinion, is that a bad thing? No, I mean, like, say for Halo, I wouldn't exactly want, you know, Halo Four you to be shooting rainbows at people instead or yeah. anything. <laughs> right. And if you in like Halo Three, Halo ODST, obviously they're the same multiplayer because they are the same multiplayer. <laughs> um, but you know, Halo Four there wasn't that big of. There wasn't that big of change. Like Reach, there wasn't that big of a change. No. Um, I mean, the armor abilities change it up quite a bit, but the overall, the gameplay itself is not ultimately that different. Right. And and those are the differences, I think, that they put in to make people excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your ranking and, 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 like you said, the armor abilities. I mean, that's something that pulls them in. And, and actually, it gives you the sense of it being different, even though it's very similar. Um, now what do, are these guys doing to, to do that? You know, as pr- I think some of the perks and stuff that they're doing and, and what they're showing off, maybe we'll see more later. Um, I think that's, what's going to help make it stand out as are those, those, those differences that are there. Something that gets you off the mind. You don't want your players who purchased a game to say, oh, this is exactly what I've played before over and over and over. Um, I think it needs to be familiar. So you keep your hardcore fans, but you got to keep them excited. You got to keep them wanting more um, and wrapping up, you know, giving people modern warfare two with a modern warfare three sticker on it is not, you know, not what you do. So, but okay, cool. Rob, would you? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. It looked kind of like how I was expecting it to look. Um, I wonder if these games are kind of turning into like, like maybe they're getting some Madden syndrome or whatever you want to call it. Where okay, so you know, you have Madden, I don't know, two thousand seven. Okay, and then two thousand eight comes around, and you expect it to be pretty much the same. But just has a tiny bit more to it. The graphics maybe look a little bit better. Then, you know, 2009 comes around and it looks a little bit better. I mean, that's what these games are. You know, they have a couple extra features. You know, the graphics look a little shinier. Maybe the textures are a little bit better. But for the most part, it's pretty much the same. Right. Yeah. And, and the reason why they're getting the Madden syndrome is because they have releases like Madden. Um, yeah, I, I, I did say yeah. I did say in my comment for all the people that were hating or whatever. I'm like, guys, these I did put in there. These are two entirely different games. Yep. 
you know, go support the developers and buy both of them. Play one one day, play one the other. I, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, but I mentioned as like, you know, I mentioned the whole time frame thing as well. But, you know, I said it would be nice and that would help for the excitement and the, the draw to, for people to want to play is to release to put another year between there and I do realize there's an extra there's two years between Modern Warfare to Modern Warfare 2 Modern Warfare 2 to Modern Warfare 3 but there isn't you know the reason why there isn't is because they're filling those gaps with more with more Call of Duty um very similar to the way they filled the gap between Halo 3 and and Halo Reach with ODST now did they really have to do that no I I think you know, I don't think they had to, but they did. But the but the weird part was, is like people just, I don't know what it is with Halo, but people just want more, 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 more. Um, it's, you know, people almost want a yearly Halo release. And I'm just like, no, no, no Halo, or yearly Halo release. Um, Gabbers is probably one of those people. He can't get enough Halo. Uh, no, I'll still play Halo Reach. I'll play it for two years and then I'll get my new Halo. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like Halo 4. It, it it's what going to be two years? Uh, yeah, it'll have been well, it'll have been in development for longer than two years, but it'll be two years since Halo Reach, right? And I I think it just that extra year just gets people. I mean, people are wanting and talking about Halo Four now, like they they want the game this year, and it's just it's like wait till it comes out. But can you imagine the hype of it with another year? You know, people are playing are going to continue to play Reach while they wait for Halo 4. And I think that's what Activision needs to do with Call of Duty is they need to bring out Modern Warfare 3. They need to just let people just play that game and play it and play it and play it. And hopefully they are with this whole, you know, with this whole subscription. You know, what are people going to do after a year? Hopefully it's like, you know what, we're not going to I've said this before on an earlier podcast. We're not going to put out another Call of Duty We'll just hope that people subscribe for another year so they're getting some income or some money into into the into Activision like they need it. And, you know, they'll put development of Call of Duty off to another year. And I think that would just work, you know, that would just be huge for them to do something like that, because not only. Yes, they'll probably lose some of their shooter, you know, percentage or whatever you say. I'm not going to say it's the 20 or 30 percent that one guy said. Um, but just that extra year and just that excitement for people like, oh, I haven't played Call of Duty for two. You know, I've been playing the same one for two years. I want the new one. I want the new one. I want the new one. That that number is just going to go back up. Their sales are going to go up back up. They'll probably beat all these records with Black Ops. Like, I'm very surprised Black Ops did as well as it did. Um, but you know, that's just how it is. So you guys want to know what this new multi, the new multiplayer mode is? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is coming from, uh, IGN of course, cause like I said, that's where I got all my stuff for, for the XP event. It says every year, the call of duty series returns with a new take on its familiar formula. Uh, as new campaigns arise and new tweaks hit multiplayer, the series continues selling into the high millions. Activision just showed off Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's new multiplayer in action, but has it changed enough to draw in the non-believers and please long-term, 
longtime fans. I swear I've never read this before we started talking. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, the addition of strike packages is the biggest change of Modern Warfare 3's online experience. Rather than simply giving players universal bonus for uh, kill streaks, Modern Warfare 3 now packages streaks into categories assault, support, and specialist. By choosing these strike packages, kill streaks are distilled into different categories for different players. While I may prefer running and gunning into glory, others might want to take a more helpful approach. Thus, they can take support category and provide a pile of ballistic vests uh, for their teammates to pick up uh, to help thin them. So, here are some of those tweaks. That, that white, like I said, it is familiar-looking, familiar gameplay, but these type of things here are those subtle differences that will hopefully get people excited. Of course, you know, will people hate them as well? We don't know. Um, I'm trying to find out what this new mode was. Okay, so strike packages. They're talking about streaks. Uh, streaks count in different ways as well. I don't think, I think they pile up. So like you have to continue to use them, but yeah, sorry. Going into this kind of blind here. This is not what I was looking for actually. Um, I read the, about the new mode earlier. Yeah. From, from what I understand, it's like, uh, when you kill someone, they drop like dog tags on their body. And it's like then, a, uh, it's a floating dog tag. I've seen them yeah. on some of their videos. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you have and, to confirm them, like confirm it by going and picking it up. Yeah, and then that's the only way your team's uh, kill count will increase. But you can you can also pick up like, say, Brun and I are on the same team. Somebody shoots Brun, I can go pick up his dog tag, and our score will go up by one, and their score will not have gone up because they didn't pick up the dog tag. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, kill confirmed is the new game type that forces player to solidify their kill count by collecting the floating dog tags left behind by dead bodies. So that's exactly what Gabber said there. Um, if you don't collect it or nab the dog tag, your count doesn't go up. Yeah, pretty much what you said. So is this mode something that's going to, you know, is this something you're going to jump in and play? I mean, what do you guys think? About the new mode, as far as basically, it's like collecting coins. Like you shoot them, and you got to go collect a coin from him. Um, if you're, a, or you got to rely on your your teammates to do so. So obviously, snipers. If you're sniping, you're gonna have to snipe it, and you're gonna have to hope one of your guys are nearby to go pick that up. So hopefully, that brings into some of the team play, which I think sounds kind of cool. Um, but is this going to take from the team death match or? Or my favorite is headquarters. I'm a big headquarters fan. Any? What do you? Um, I think some people will play it. You know, I don't think there's any playlist in Call of Duty, no matter how much I like it or don't like it, that there aren't people playing. But um, uh, I mean, I'll probably try it out. But I don't know. I'd probably still prefer the team deathmatch, and I actually like search and destroy. Um, that one's got more the tactical thing you were looking for, Bron. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the way they're changing up these strike packages um, or, the, and, you know, the way the streaks 
happen is pretty cool. Like um, they put in this streak thing. So I was kind of continuing to read this streak stuff that I was reading off is for uh, streaks now count in different ways as well. For instance, a support character doesn't lose their streak after getting gunned down while an assault character will. And for players who hit objectives, assist with kills, and generally play by the rules, they'll find they're notching uh, streaks as well. Um, so it looks like they're kind of debate based on the type of support or type of character you're going to play. You know, your streaks will go up or, you know, if you get killed, they'll go away. I don't know how much, man, I don't know how much that's going to help. Cause it looks like if you're the assault, getting kill streaks, you're going to get obviously some benefits to help, you know, get more points where if you're doing it for assault, you're more of helping your team. Um, so maybe that's why they don't, they don't go down. Um, but that's, that's kind of that. So, all right. Um, let's see. What else do we got on the list here? Do I have any more? Got the new mode, the new 360. Talked about Elite. Talked about the trash talking. Um, Gabber's Halo, the Halo um, event. Halo Fest? Yeah, Halo Fest was this week. What, what came out of that? Anything? Uh, well, there's quite a bit, actually. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the weekly update, actually, to try to refresh my memory here. Um, and weekly update is posted weekly. It's yes, every update. Saturday on this Xbox Life, aka Brun's blog. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Uh, they partnered with a lot of people to make videos like Rooster Teeth, Mega Sixty Four. There's a lot of panels that you could watch. You could either go back to try to find the weekly update, or you could go to IGN. They have like a Halo Fest thing still, I believe. Um, let's see what panels did they have? They had. Uh, they had some stuff talking about well, how Waypoint's going to change. Um, How's it going to change? Uh, just the whole UI is going to be different. Um, let's see, what else was there? I think your stats will be in Waypoint now. And, like, the website the on the Xbox and on the phone, I think, are all changing in different ways. I don't it's, so is Waypoint going to be the new Bungie Net, basically? Uh, yeah, from what I understand, I think they're migrating some of the stats over right now. I don't know. How are they going to handle the video stuff? Do you know that or? Uh, no, I would assume it'd be probably pretty close to what Bungie did, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff about in this, the most recent one, they were talking about the new title update. So, uh, Basically, the classic Magnum from Halo 1 is now a possibility. So you can shoot people three times from anywhere on the map and kill them. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I, bet that ex- I bet that ex- excites everybody. There's plenty of people that wanted the classic Magnum. Oh, uh, for the people that were good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's pretty hard not to be good with that Magnum. Yeah. Um. And then there's some changes to some of the armor abilities and how uh, damage works. I heard oh. they're, like, nerfing the uh, armor lock. Yeah. 
generally the Halo community does not like Armorlock. And uh, they are, let's see, what is it? It's something like damage will now like drain armor lock. So basically you can't just sit in armor lock. And if you get stuck, I think you still die. If you, even if you go into armor lock, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, if you get stuck, uh, I don't know about that one. I don't like that. I, maybe you don't die. I think maybe the person just gets their stick metal or something. I don't remember what it was. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they, they kind of have to do something, but really it's like, when you come out of armor lock, anyways, your your shield's drained. So if you go into armor lock, you got two guys standing around you. You're you're in trouble as soon as you come out of it, in, you know, in the first yeah. place. But hmm. maybe the stick should still work, like it should still stick to you in case you come out of armor lock. Because right now it's like if you throw a sticky grenade at a guy in armor lock, it kind of like bounces off of him. Yeah, just so I had one bounce off of him and back onto me, and I stuck myself, which kind of ticked me off. <laughs> but you know, that's the fun stuff with Halo. <laughs> uh, all right, go Let's go, continue. Um, that was that was about it. Uh, there was the Halo Four panel. Not too much information coming out of there. They're just talking about uh, uh, it's the called the Reclaimer trilogy. There's a little bit of concept art. Frankie was there. Um, that's that's about it. Yeah is the is the re, is the Reclaimer trilogy coming out of any of the books? Um, no, I don't think. I mean, the they were talking about how now like all the stuff is going to feed into it. You know, the books, the movies, the you know all the games and that kind of stuff. Um, but. I don't think it is going – they haven't said whether it will directly come out of the books. You know, Some people have speculated maybe like Ghost of Onyx, if you read that. It could be related to that, but it's about it. Yeah, because I know you have the new – there's the new Cryptum series, and there's another series that's starting up or another book that's coming out early next year. And I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I, uh, it's the I four. Know. It's the Forerunner saga. Mm-hmm. So, which doesn't sound like it's included in the you know in this one here or this trilogy, like the yeah. books. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm always big. Uh, I'm kind of getting to be a big fan of the, like the universe and and stuff of Halo. So, but. So it is now. It's it's the start of a new trilogy, which I think we kind of guessed that when Halo Four was announced, that it was going to be not just a one-off game, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's going to be exciting. Do you do you think it's going to be coming out next year? Uh, I believe they said it's coming out next year. Do you think it will continue to be coming out next year, or do you think it'll be pushed a year? Um. Well. I uh, I would assume it would probably come out next year since especially since they've been working on it for a few years now which they mentioned a couple times in the like Halo 4 panel they're talking about oh you know we've been building this for so long but we couldn't talk about it but uh yeah I would I would highly doubt they would let that slip you know I mean they made Bungie cut out like the last third of Halo 2 to push it out so so. All right. I was just curious if you thought it would be a launch title. Ooh, it could be. 
It depends. But uh, I do not know. Well, what good are you? Well, not very, apparently. Yeah. Well, you're talking more than Rob. <laughs> yes, he is. Rob? Yeah. <laughs> Rob's like, huh? Huh? What? Yes, yes, What? He is. Huh? So. All right. You know, there's a uh, Guinness Products Halo interactive strategy game. Apparently, there is. I did not know of this. Yeah, there you go, Rob. It's got little guy figurines and everything. All right. <laughs> so, all right. Um, let's see. That's enough for. I, I know it's a lot of uh, Call of Duty and, and Halo talk, I guess, but it seemed to be, you know, the topics of of the week, and you know, a lot of news coming out of out of Call of Duty. So, but uh, you guys have any anything else you want to touch on? Board games. <laughs> phone ga- games on oh, your I phone. Could, I could go on for hours about those two. Actually, uh, I, I've got something. I thought this was kind of neat. It was announced uh, a couple days ago over at PAX. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about a game called Crimson Alliance. It's very much like Torchlight. Yeah. You know, it's got the whole top-down view. It's coming out on XBLA. Uh, I think in about a couple days here. In, in three days from when we're recording. So what would that make it? Wednesday? Yeah. Four, five, six. Yeah. So it's coming out on Wednesday. And I thought this was kind of neat that they're actually offering four different packages of this game. Did you guys see that at all? No. No. So nope. what they're doing is, okay, in, in typical format for most of these games, just like Torchlight and all those, there's three different classes uh, within the game. So there's a mercenary, a wizard, and an assassin. So the full game is 1,200 Microsoft points. And uh, there's also a demo that comes out that lets you, you know, try out all the different, uh, you know, classes that you like, you know, and figure out which ones you like or which ones you don't like. And then you have the option of buying the full game of 1,200 Microsoft points, or you can buy a smaller game. And when I say smaller, all I mean is that it's got only one class in it. So you can buy a game that's only got the assassin or only got the wizard or the mercenary. And those are for 800 Microsoft points. So what is that like 15 bucks versus 10 bucks? I think so for $15, you can get the whole game or $10. You can get a game with only one class but you never have the ability to play the other classes. I guess you have to buy the the whole thing uh, again if you want to play the other class. And I, I thought this was kind of interesting. It's They say it's kind of an experiment for them. And I thought it was kind, kind of interesting because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, I can say without a doubt, 100% of the games that I play, I only play it with one class, and I never try any of the other classes. I, I know... Some people like to experiment with other classes and everything. But, uh, you know, what do you guys think about this? It's it's almost kind of going down that line of free-to-play, if you think about it. How so? You know, well, you know, you're kind of only purchasing... 
Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, purchasing what you want to do or what you want to get out of it. Um, of course, this one isn't free to play. You're you're still paying a premium to get into the game. Um, but I, I mean, I think that's kind of cool. I, if going from ten bucks to fifteen bucks, though, is probably not that big of a deal. Right. I think going from like if there's three classes in a total game is fifteen, then maybe if it was five per class, which would seem you know. Usually when you do math and you take you know <laughs> yeah. fifteen and divide it by three, it comes out to five and not ten. Um, <laughs> yeah, when it comes that, to marketing and stuff like that, regular math does not know, apply. Yeah, so um, you know, I think that would be. I think that's kind of a cool idea. Um, you know, and, and as you're explaining this, I was sitting there thinking in my mind, it's like I've heard a couple more you know things this week about Microsoft actually getting free to play coming to the Xbox. Um, but I think something like this needs to come. I, I think it would be neat, and I'd really like this idea of free to play. Um, you know, purchasing con, you know, just purchasing what content you want to do. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's a cool idea. What do yeah. What do you mean? Do you think it's a cool idea? Or? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's interesting. I know for me personally, like with the three classes, mercenary, wizard, or, or assassin, I can probably say that. I would play this game as a mercenary and I would never try wizard or assassin, but I still would get the $15 version just because I don't like to be limited. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I can see that as well. Um, but, but uh, the, uh, the good, the, the cool thing about it is actually having the option. Yes, absolutely. Um, even if, even if, people don't want to partake in using that option that's completely up to them but you know what there is an option and that's more than what you could say and exactly um, and, and and it's it's really nice like i really like um i really like the the thing about xbla or even in the psn i think psn does it as well is every game has to have a demo right like you get to play some of it which is awesome you know not all released games get demos um which I can understand why, but that is one thing I like about XBLA is you can at least download it and try it. And then if right. you don't like it, then, then you don't have to purchase it. Um, so you will at least get to demo the $15 version. And if you like just the wizard, now you got more of an option. You, you can say, okay, I'm going to buy this game or you know what? I didn't really like those two, but I like this one here. I'm just going to buy this one. Which, if you think, you know what, this is just, it's a good idea now. But Think about it this way. If you demo the game and you don't like it, or say you don't like two-thirds of it, are you going to buy it? Wait. Probably not. Probably not. So, so if you, uh, Rob, if you demo the game and you're, and say it's like you pay 15 bucks or you pay, or you have to pay $15, no option. You demo it. You only like one of the characters and the other guys are just kind of boring. And really, it's just not, you know, you're just like, oh, I don't, it's really just not worth 15, you know, to me, it's just not worth $15. I mean, that that's kind of goes into your buying decision, right? Am I going right. to have fun with this whole game? Yeah. Well, at least in this case, if you demo it and you don't like the two thirds, they're at least getting something out of it. Absolutely. So, I mean, for for all the games that I could think of, 
that I wanted to buy, but it was just like, oh man, you know, 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Like I, if this was five bucks, I would buy it. But since it's 15, I'm really not sure. You know what? If I ever want to come back to it later, I will. <laughs> 10 times out of 10, I don't. Exactly. Um, because you, know, you get the new hotness next week. <laughs> yeah, but in this case, it's like ah, oh, fifteen bucks for the whole thing. Oh man, I just really don't know. I, 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 but I really liked playing this wizard character. You know, I think I'm gonna drop the the five bucks for it. Well, in their case or the case you said it was ten. Yeah. Um, to me, that's even a no no in my book. <laughs> so. But like like I said, if it was down to five, where it was just like ah, I could just buy this character i could get the game just for this character for five bucks yeah i'll do it for five you know what i mean at least they're getting something right instead of nothing yeah um kind of goes in that topic that i had or that stuff i mentioned last week was these you know the cable companies or the or the whatever nbc and abc and all those those groups you know they're like oh well it's uh you know i i really think we need to charge more than 99 cents on itunes you know, at least they were getting something, right? You know, they're getting 99 cents. They're getting something. So if a million people purchased that one show, they're getting a million dollars and they're saying it's not enough. So now Apple says, okay, we're just not going to do it anymore. Now you're getting zero. So at least they're getting, they were getting something. And then that's the same thing in, in this, you know, with these developers, you know, that's a great idea because you work hard on this game. You put money into making this game. You need to get something for your return and something's better than nothing. So, yeah. Yeah. I really, I, I like that idea. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and the free, the free to play model, I, I'm still kind of torn on it. Cause it really depends on what you're limiting, like what you're giving the player that's free to play. Um, you know, when you have like World of Warcraft, the first 20 levels are free. And I, I guess it's now it's like complete. They, they they did limit some of the things that you could do for those 20 levels. But now I guess it's completely it's like the full game for 20 levels for free. I mean, I think that there if people at 20 levels decide or haven't decided if they want to continue or not. Then, you know shame on them but i think that's awesome for free to play i think 20 that 20 levels is great idea oh yeah um this you know the age of empires online i just started but i mean right now i'm playing this i'm playing the game for free and it's fun um you know will i go buy an extra pack or whatever i don't know depends if i get five more hours or 10 more hours out of the free to play part you know it's something where I'm still getting a lot of gameplay, but I'm really putting some time into it. So yeah, I, I think I might give the developers some money, um, you know, to to thank them basically. And and just remember, since if a game's just free to play, don't play the free part. If you're really liking it, you know, get buy some of the content. You know, give them something. These people are giving you a game for free. I mean, at least support them in some fashion, one or some you know one way or the the other so but but yeah that's a cool idea oh yeah and uh they mentioned in their little release on their website that uh reaction uh from the press has been positive so far and 
that they wanted to offer something cheaper per uh, per class, uh -huh. but uh, they weren't able to because of technical reasons, whatever that means. So, so they're saying they wanted to make it cheaper, but they couldn't. They were forced. Yeah, see, there is well, Microsoft stepping well, in. Let, let, me, me. let me retract that. Okay. Um, their response actually was, sorry, we were unable to offer a less expensive upgrade for technical reasons. They never said that they wanted to. That was me. Yeah, so that's saying Microsoft saying. Probably. Yeah. Which, which I don't know why, Microsoft, because guess what? You were going to get something. Right. <laughs> now you're probably going to get less of something because, you know, you know your Microsoft math, Microsoft's math is off. <laughs> 15 divided by 3 is 10. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's a cool idea. I, I, you know, for people who are listening, you know, or whatever. Let us know on some questions or whatever what you think about that. Let let me. I, I'm curious on what people think in the free to play, in general. So what I mean, what do you uh, raw or Gabbers can answer after you? But what do you what do you think about the free to play in general? I think it's an interesting idea. I mean, I haven't been following it a whole lot. Um, you know, I, I'd I'd really like to see a little more what it's all about and and how well it does. Yeah. You know, because I mean, they could turn it into something awesome they could also turn it into something lame i mean yeah well have you done free to play on anything no no okay, you know as far as free to play i've done battlefield heroes um i have not done battlefield free to play um because i couldn't run it um i've done the tiger woods golf if anybody hasn't done the browser bait browser based tiger woods golf it's really fun um it's free to play um trying to think of some of the others you know obviously there's wow is free to play um for a couple levels or something right 20 20 oh, levels right. yeah um a, a lot of people lord of the rings online a lot of people haven't don't realize that lord of the rings online is free to play so you know there's another game i mean there's there's a lot of games out there that are free to play and, and and they vary in different ranges. I you know you you do see the free to play games that just kind of still fail because they're really they're really trying to monetize it. They're calling it free to play, but they're really just giving you so little where it's like you're forced to put put money into it. And I think right there puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth, and they kind of leave those ones. But for the people that are saying, you know what, we're going to give you a nice game we're going to give you a, a big chunk of this game if you really get into it and that's what i was saying if you really get in this age of um, uh, age of empires online and they give you a nice chunk of the game which i'm, I'm not sure if they do or not because like i said i just started that's something that's like you know what for 10 bucks i'm going to give you some money you know i'm going to give you 10 bucks because i'm getting 10 bucks worth or you might have already gotten 10 dollars worth and you're just getting more so i mean it's almost but, like it's you know, shareware for the new millennia. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I think it's awesome to have it for for the 360, putting it on there. Now, that would be my the one thing of micro the fear of with Microsoft doing it is free to play is going to be like, oh, you get 10 minutes. Now we want 60 dollars, <laughs> you 
you know, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm and curious. The down, and the download time went eight into your 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, and, you know, we'll have to see how they, how they handle that. So, but Gabbers, what do you think about free to play? Um, I like the idea of free to play, but, um, you know, uh, like say for Mass Effect 2, for example, I've been, I've only played two, maybe three of the classes, but I wouldn't necessarily want to only have bought those and then feel like I'm locked out of something else until I have to go and buy those as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, depending on how it's done, it can either be good or, you know, bad, just like everything else. Have you, have you taken part in any free to play stuff yet? Um, well, when I was younger, I played that game, uh, what was it runescape or whatever i don't know if that's still running or if it's still free or whatever but it was free at the time i believe oh uh, but nothing recent mm, no i tried battlefield heroes but uh, i don't think i could ever get it to work right yeah it did there are some weird things as far as that but yeah oh you should try the battlefield free to play yeah see if you i don't know if it I don't know if it'd run on my computer. It kind of sucks, but oh, it it probably should. But yeah. try that, and if you, if you like golf, try the Tiger Woods. You might you might like it too. Yeah. So and but the cool thing about Tiger Woods is it's browser based. You can play it on any machine. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefield Heroes, Age of Empires, Battlefield Free to Play, um, those are all like Windows only. And even I mean even the WoW Free to Play part is at least both systems. <laughs> So, but yeah, cool. Any other stuff? Any other topics, guys? Nope. No. Not here. You think you think Wings pulling his hair out yelling at me yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh heck no. He's probably like, Bron, you're an idiot. <laughs> you guys didn't go over two hours. Yeah, stop talking about Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but. Yeah, the free to play stuff it is something it's that's something neat. And, and even what you said, like purchasing part of the game and, it, and well sorry, let, let me throw another thing in there. Have you tried the episodic gaming? Yes. Like the the Back to the Future. Have, did, have you seen the Back to the Future episodes? Um, I know of them. I haven't played them though. Okay. So I mean you, you know, you even have things where it's like, you know, episodic gaming and and i did here's my experience with episodic gaming is i did the penny arcade uh prince uh what's it principus Principus of of darkness was that some something like that didn't you get it as well rob did you play that as well i played it on a pc oh okay so i bought that that first one that came out yeah they they came out with the first two and then the third one got canceled Whoops. They're actually making the third one now. Well, and and recently it, it was mentioned, I think out of PAC, or PAX East, somebody's uh, picking it up. Um, so, on the rain slick precipice, precipice of darkness. So, um, you have the first two came out and the third one was canceled, but now the third one could be possibly coming out. You guys can obviously get demos of it. Um, but, you know, you know, 
do what you would like out of it. Just note that they say the third one's being built, and I still haven't gotten a, you know, guaranteed. Because Hothead Games made it originally. Um, but we'll see what they're going to do. But, you know, you also have Episodic Gaming. Now, that is obviously purchase, purchasing a game at full, you know, not full price, but it's obviously discounted. But the further you play into it, the more money you're putting into it. So, I mean, you could be looking at $100 of a game experience um, just broken up in chunks. Now, you could stop playing it whenever you would like. But at that point, you're missing... You've already put money into it for something that you're not going to finish. So, me, I'm not... I like free-to-play, and I like the idea or, or the thing you just rattled off, Rob, about purchasing like a third like just one character in a full game i'm not real big on episodic gaming at this point and it's because i've already been burnt on it once and right. a lot of the times if people play the first one they have fun they play the second one then they're bored and then all of a sudden three through six they don't even buy and then it's like, oh, I sunk $10 in a game. I'm never going to know how it ends. And it, and those things never – sometimes they seem to go on sale on, like, Steam, so on and so forth. But they never go on sale on 360. Right. Um, I know they have their deal of the week type of stuff. But they never really have a permanent price cut on games on live, um, which I think is – something Microsoft should look into. And I think we've, I think wings even said that on the site or on the show before, um, or it's been mentioned one time on the show, you know, where is a permanent price cut? You have permanent price cuts on retail games, but not on XBLA stuff. Um, doing something like that comes back to the, Hey, at least you're getting something instead of nothing. And I'm wondering how well these, um, deal of the weeks or these arcade summer uh, not not summer of arcade but the deal of the weeks i wonder how well they do because if they do well on those maybe they should start thinking about doing permanent price cuts instead of just deal of the week um you know might be a another thing but episodic gaming i've kind of been burnt on i'm not a big fan of that but i'm starting to become a fan of the other ones so because i mean with the episodic stuff i mean there's pros and cons to it i think in some respects you get the game earlier than you would if you had to wait for it to totally be finished i mean does it also give the uh, the uh the company that's making it does it give them like leeway to like slack and you know maybe take longer to make a game you know don't know about that but the big risk is you know they get two episodes out three episodes out and, you know, they never finish the story. Well, but, you know, at that point, do you consider it to be the same game? Because, you know, you finish the first episode and, you know, what, two months later, the second episode comes out. I mean, is it even the same story? Well, I mean, it's the same story, but is it the same story to you? Because it's it has a feel like it's a different game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the ones I've seen, they're typically, you know. They feel the same and play the same. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right about the, the the bad thing is it gives companies time to build the next episode and you get the game out earlier. But once the once the first two games don't sell well, they ditch the whole project. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you never know how it's going to end. And, and, you know, Penny Arcade was a prime example. Actually, out of the Penny Arcade one, you could actually go to their site and read, like, a comic, I think it was. I don't know if Gabbers followed this or not, but you could read, like, a comic or read how the story in the third game was going to be. Like, I think they had the whole um, script that you would just read it. They just released, like, a part of the script a week or something like that. So fans would know how it would end. So there was one game I. This was the the first game that I remember as being episodic, and it was for the PC. I don't remember the name of the game, but I think it had like a woman character in it, kind of a spy, and she was like infiltrating a base or something. But I remember reading a review about it, and this is what really struck me as being kind of cool was that the game would somehow like track what the people were doing and I guess would phone home or something. And it would watch, it would keep track of how people were playing the game. And then the the software house basically took that information and used it to build the next episode. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, let's say if there was, I don't know, um, a peer somewhere in the game and they found that, you know, 90% of the people did a particular thing on the peer, then they might build that peer into the next episode and, you know, have it have some relevant function or something. And I thought that was kind of interesting, but uh, needless to say, I don't think that that uh, game went very much beyond two episodes. Nice. Okay. Gotta see if I can figure out what that was. It's bugging me now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think it's all we got. Um, I do have. Anything else, Gabbers? Or... Nope. Nope. All right. Well, uh, no Guinness because Wing is not here. Uh, friends list is... Brass Monkey Pro sent me one out on the... A message out on the 27th, I think. I forgot to put it in the last episode. Um, he said, I don't want to sound like a noob, but before I liked Gears... Um, he kept hearing about Carmine, um, and he wants to know what that's all about. He says, P.S., please give COD Zombies a chance. I was a big fan of COD, but I'm still a diehard uh, COD Zombies fan, and it's been a very fun experience for me. Thanks. Um, zombies in general, it's not Call of Duty Zombies that I don't really get into. It's it's just the zombie games in general. Um, I like Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> so, um, Carmine. Uh, anybody want to explain the whole Carmine thing? Gabbers, do you know? Uh, yes. Okay. So you can explain this because I have an idea, but I don't. I'll I'll give it to you because I think you know more about it than I do. So yeah. So in the first Gears of War, in like oh by the way, there'll probably be some. Gears of War spoilers in here, so 
If you haven't played the first two games, the campaign, you've uh, been they've, warned. They've been out uh, yeah. longer than a year, so I think we're okay on the spoilers. Yeah. Okay, so in the first game, in like the first level, you have this guy in your squad named Anthony Carmine, and he's kind of like, you know, he doesn't really know what he's doing. He's, he's like the, the rook. He's the newbie. Yeah. Yep. Um, so then he, at one point, his gun like jams, and then he just gets shot in the head. Um, so then, but a lot of people liked Carmine. So in the next Gears of War game, there's another Carmine brother who I think was Ben Carmine, maybe. And uh, he survived quite a bit longer, but then eventually he got eaten by a bunch of stuff inside a giant worm or something. Um, so, and then for Gears of War 3, there's going to be a, another Carmine brother, and they had a contest around last year's PAX, I believe, where they sold two different kinds of t-shirts, one that said Carmine Must Die and the other that said Save Carmine. And whichever had the most uh, of it sold, they that would be the choice for the campaign of Gears of War. Right. So, and then they haven't you know, announced which one because that would oh. be a spoiler for the game. Yeah, and in, inside, besides PAX, now that, those t-shirts were sold at PAX. For anybody who's not at PAX, they could buy a Avatar t-shirt. Yeah, that's right. For too. for like, I think a dollar, a dollar. Yeah. It was like 80, 80 Microsoft points. Yeah, and I think all of that went to Child's Play or something. Yeah, it, it, a lot of yeah, it went to charity. The money went to charity. Um, but like you know, you'd see a lot of avatars with like Save Carmine or Carmine Must Die. So let's take a vote. What should happen? Uh, Save Carmine. I always play as Carmine in multiplayer. He's the best. All right, Rob. What's that? <laughs> do you think the uh, do you want do you think you should they should save Carmine in Gears Three or kill him? Kill him. You say kill him. Sure. Hmm. And I do play Carmine as well in multiplayer because I think he's got the coolest like helmets and stuff. Definitely why do kill you... him then. Oh, why do why do you play Carmine? <laughs> uh, well. In the, that's probably what started it originally, but he, in my opinion, just has the best lines, uh, oh. you know, for whenever you kill people or whatever. Okay. Most of them, I'm sure, cannot be repeated. Yeah. And plus, I, I like him because he's show. not like a big muscle brute either. Yeah. He's like a normal person. Um, But, you know, I, I, I have this thing in my head where, you know, I got the... Uh, Captain Dan syndrome, where every one of his family members have died in a war. <laughs> so, but you know, also I'm in this save it, saving Private Ryan fan, where I think the last brother, the last family member, should be alive for th their parents or his or her parents. So I'm gonna save Carmine as well. So, but cool. There you go, Brass Monkey Pro. Now you know, and you heard it from from uh, from the pro or a pro. So, oh, and real real quick, that uh, episodic game that I was mentioning earlier is called Sin. Came out about six years ago, five six years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, episode. It was planned to have nine episodes. Only one came out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it came out six years ago. So Gabbers was like twelve. Uh, yeah, 
pretty much. <laughs> you were, I just guessed that. <laughs> she, uh, so you're eight, you're eighteen. Uh, I will be in like a month. Oh, cool. So, yeah, adulthood, nice. Mm-hmm. Right on. So you can buy your own lottery tickets. <laughs> Indeed. I'm sure I'm gonna win my first ticket, right? That's how it works. Yeah, good. Well, buying lottery tickets is better than uh, picking up smoking, I guess. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Well, that's it, guys. Do you have anything else? No, that's it for me. All right. Well. Nope. That's all I got. I hope everybody enjoyed the show, uh, especially one of our special hosts, Wingman709. You know, this one's for you, buddy. <laughs> so, um, everybody, head out to uh, head out to my blog, uh, thisxboxlife.com, where you can read all the fantastic news. Um, I would say I don't know how uh, Wing or how you guys feel about it. Personally, I think the site seems to be much better now that you know everybody's been. We what happened is we kind of put a schedule out. And and more things are being posted and and things like that. So it's nice to go out to the site and have a fresh piece of content every day. Um, so hope hopefully all you guys are appreciating it. Um, I know the guys that do the posting like Gabbers and Rob and you know everybody out there they're they're doing it and they like to know if people are reading them and and it you know kind of helps out. So head out to this xboxlife.com and and check that out. Um, Feel free to contact us at contact at this xboxlife.com um, or head over to the forums. If you go to our site up at the top, it says forums. You can click there. Um, we have a YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Zazzle, and Cafe Press, which is all, you know, website.com slash this Xbox Life. Very simple. Um, and then also our voicemail is. 224-698-XBOX. The Xbox is 9269. So 224-698-9269. So, and everything I just kind of rattled off is also on the right-hand, upper right-hand corner of our site. It's a big contact section. So, all right. And listen to Achievement Hounds. Haven't mentioned those guys in a while. Um, They're cranking out shows weekly as well. Guys, have we're all done? Good, good to go. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I'm good. All right. Well, I am Brun BJ Swick 33. I'm gonna go post the show for Wing. Uh, I am Adam of A Gavers. Probably gonna go play some Madden. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar, and I'll go play a board game, maybe I'll or sleep. He's gonna wait on the porch for the mailman tomorrow. Yeah. Who's not gonna come because it's a holiday? Waiting for his game. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it'll get here until Wednesday, so I'm gonna be out there for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like a dog waiting for his master to come. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Good night. All right. Good night. Night.